thought I wasn't, thought I was gonna be late. I am, but because I had to fix my hair. Yeah, my hair. Welcome in once again to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here in the Impact Power Sports Studio. Do I have a story for you? Oh my God. I've got to make sure that I have uh, all of my ducks in a row, first of all, because I don't think I do, to share this story with you. Okay, I do have all my ducks in a row. This is good news. Occasionally, when you're doing PA for the basketball team or the hockey team, You might hear some dreaded words. Hey, uh, there's a young person that wants to job shadow you. You know, see how you do what you do, easy. It's always like, fuck. Because then I always feel like some degree of obligation to, hey, yeah, this is, uh, this is the button that, uh, turns on the microphone and when you push this button and you talk into it then your voice goes uh, throughout the house and uh people hear you ah ha ha uh this is how you do this and this is how you do that and then you got to put up with like questions and stuff like that if somebody's doing it for like a a school project or I, i who knows so knowing that going into last night, I was like, ah, fuck, it's going to upset the apple cart, you know? I mean, it's just going to, I'm kind of a creature of habit. And uh, as I get over there to my area where I sit, I see like a chair, like an adi- there, there's like an additional chair. Yeah, that's where the that's where whoever it is is gonna sit next to me. It's way too close. God damn it. Let me cut to the chase on the story and give you a picture of who <laughs> who was seated next to me. Now before I show you, um I came home from the basketball game and I said to Diana and I go, Hey Diana, and I kind of gave her Like the same spiel that I just gave you. I go, look who sat next to me. And she took one look and she goes, what the fuck? What the? Now, if you're enjoying the uh, video live stream, you'll see it pop up right in front of you in a second. I'm about to click it right now to give you a visual look as to who sat next to me um you you don't know the person it's no one that i've ever interacted with it i have no idea who this person is um that you you won't be able to guess you don't know the person but even though you don't know the person it's going to put this story into the stratosphere of astonishment of what the fuck Uh, If you are listening to the audio podcast, click on the links in the show note 
in the show notes, I'll say, it'll, it'll say, here's who I sat next to or something. Like, just click it and look on it. Tyler says, my balls are turning blue. Let's see. A couple guesses for free beer. Someone said Saul. Someone says Julius. Um, no. This is who sat next to me. <laughs> this is um, Ruby Aurora. She spells it A-R-A-R-O-R-A. She, not that long ago, was Miss Indiana. I know that because, like, as soon as I, like, laid eyes on her, everybody was like, who the, what the fuck is going on? So we started to do background. We started to do intel. Totally stalker-like. And um, here's the story. By the way, um, Sarah says, wow, did she look like that too? Let me give, okay, here she is in, in Miss USA, uh, Miss Indiana uh, hair and makeup. This is... This is what Ruby looked like last night. Okay. She is a TV anchor on a northern Michigan TV station up north. Uh, of course. It's known as 9 and 10. Anybody who's traveled up north, they, they have heard of this radio station, this or this TV station. This TV station is typically one that has people just starting out in their career. They haven't quite gotten their chops yet in terms of experience or delivery. But you get a lot of people like this, young, energetic. Um, but I don't think on a level like this, ever. Okay? Now, she's going places. And her goal is to be um, a journalist covering the NBA. And... I didn't, I didn't say shit like, oh my God, well, you're going to be a star. I didn't want to be that guy. I just kept my mouth shut. I said, this is going to be a great story. It's going to be a fantastic story. So she, no doubt, unless if she's absolutely horrible uh, in coverage, but I don't think she is because the way she talked and presented herself and carried herself, she seemed to have that type of uh, likability, I guess, is the way to put it. So <laughs> this damn story, I come walking into, um, into the arena and Amanda says, did you, Amanda says, Hey, did you tell you had a podcast and she should listen to it this morning? No, I did not speak of the podcast. I didn't say a word. Um, I come walking into the arena and two of my boys are there. Big Drew is there and Phil, my boss and Ruby. And, uh, and Buckets, the mascot. So, and I'm, I walk in and Buckets doesn't have his gear on. It's, his name's Josh. They're all standing there and then Ruby. And I'm like, oh, one of these things doesn't belong. Who, what is going on? So I kept going because 
it was so um, captivating. Like when I saw her, I wanted to stop and say, hey, how's it going, everybody? But really wanting to talk to her. She was like, it was like a gravitational black hole where she like pulls you into it. So I was like, oh, fuck that shit. I'm going to keep going because she probably gets that shit all the time. I'm just going to keep going and I'm going to go and I'm going to sit down. Then, um, next thing you know, they explain how the, uh, how the evening's going to be. Okay. Uh, she is here from the, uh, she's in TV or something like that. No, all they said was she's just uh, a job shadow. So then, um, she sits down next to me and I go, so, uh, what's going on? What do you, what, what career are you getting into? What field? And, um, and Linda says, did you ask, do you know who I am? No, I'll have you know that I kept this as low key as possible, knowing how awkward I can possibly be. And there wasn't one damn thing I said or did that is weird. Nothing. But I'll tell you this. Um, the guys on the comm, that, uh, on the headphones, and she had a comm on, so she's hearing the conversation. Um they're all like super helpful and they're all like, you know, just, it was so embarrassing. Every guy there was like, hamana, 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 hamana. What are those stupid things? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So I'm just sitting there, kept my mouth shut. Didn't say fucking shit. Um, but then I did get the background that she's on that. She does a, a TV thing. Never had a TV job in her life. Just out of college. And uh, I just was like, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. My God. Wait until Diana hears about this one. Um, sorry, I just heard some noise in the background. Sounded like we were being invaded. Uh, in fact, when she was introduced to me, Big Drew said, Hey, th this is Ruby. She's going to take our jobs. And I went, Oh, okay. Now, there's no fucking way that's going to happen. Uh, but so... Uh, I'm, I'm giving her the third degree. I finally start talking to her about the TV thing. And I'm like, so what, what do you do at the TV station? She goes, I do the morning show. Now, people who do mornings in TV, if you thought radio, you had to get up early. Uh, TV is, um, it's ridiculous. So um, I'm having this conversation with her and I'm trying not to look at her because She's draws so much attention just because she looks like no one else in the entire arena. You could have the you could have the prettiest girl in the entire arena next to her, and they look like a big fat bag of shit. Okay, she probably has no friends because she's so ridiculous. It's that level. Um, and she has to be. At the TV station at 1.30 in the morning. Now the TV station is a hundred miles away from where we are. So her plan is get done with the basketball game. And I go, do you, do you not have to work tomorrow morning? She goes, oh no, I have to work. I have to be there at one thirty. I go, how are you doing this? She gets done with the basketball game. Leaves. Drives up north. It, she'll have, it'll probably be about 1130. Maybe 12. Gets a, she says, I'll just get a snack, something to eat, and then off to work. I mean, how the fuck do you do this? 
She goes, oh, well, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and she explains that, you know, be on TV by 4.30 in the morning. Get there at 1.30, on TV at 4.30 in the morning. Do this, uh, do this deal on TV. And then, um, like, take naps. And, oh, God, fuck, sounds terrible. Um, but you got to understand, at that TV station, you've got a few lifers, okay? And then you've got ones that, like I said, kind of show up for a short amount of time and then move through and they're on to the next big thing. That's her, all right? But I can just imagine... Some of the ones that like aren't going to make it like this is their final stop on the ladder of TV who, when someone like her comes in, they're like, oh, fuck. God damn it. So I'm just telling you right now that I predict because of a lot of factors, not because of, uh, unbelievable beauty but she seems to have her act together like has the skills to be able to uh you know move up this um that that business tv that she was my job shadow easy rhymes job shadow so when you see her covering whatever the nba on tnt with whoever in five years maybe less we can go back to this moment right here Okay. Uh, proud of myself. Did not say anything stupid. I did not fuck up in any way, shape, or form. And then when it was time to go, no hanging around. Just, okay, well, good luck to you. Have a safe trip back. See you later. But all the dudes were like, holy shit. Their jaws had dropped. And, um, and I didn't start stalking her. Until she um, wandered away. When I say stalking, I was like, I got to know more about this. What's the story here? Why the hell is she here? What's happening? And then I pieced it together. Okay. Uh, Tyler says, good thing she didn't have to witness you doing shot clock countdown. Oh, my God. Kenny says the same thing. Uh, Amanda makes it gross because she is. With so tents were pitched and pants were dropped. Would you stop it? Shut up. Um, when she left, like, next to me and wandered over to Big Drew to, whatever, do something on the court, I'm like, I got to know more. Ruby, uh, 9 and 10 TV. The station's called 9 and 10. And then I, I'm like, oh, okay. And then there's, like, an Instagram, and I click on it, and, and then... Uh, that is where these images were. And I was like, what the fuck? When I was the short amount of time that I did talk to her, I, uh, we're talking about, well, where in Indiana, I guess, so where, where, where are you from? And, um, Ashley says, how did she get here? Is she Steve's new lady? I don't know. I think she just realized that, um, being that there's a G League team, she wants to cover the NBA. She banged on the door and said, "Hey, I, I can can you let me do this?" She's a go getter. Okay, she's she's different than you. She's a go getter. <laughs> and you know what? She didn't have to take her shirt off, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, 
I can't even. Oh, she says, yeah, I'm from a small town. You've never heard of it. It's called Connorsville. And the thing is, I have heard of it. Um, Diana's grandmother's from Connorsville. And so, you know, I was like, actually, I have. I've been to Connorsville. She goes, yeah, that's, that's where I'm from, small town. Like, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine in a small town like that, you've got this unicorn walking around? My God. Those people would be like, holy shit. It's a good thing she got out of there, though. Damn good thing she got out of there. Uh, Tyler says, so, Ruby, have you ever heard of the Mr. 10 competition? Oh, God, come on now. So, yeah, she's like the same age as um, as my kids. She's in between Jacqueline and Madison. But it was uh, it was just hilarious walking into the arena and I was like, one of these things is not like the other. One of these things just doesn't belong. In fact, I got to bring in my boy, Phil, who is uh, with, you know what? I got a better idea. Let me call Big Drew. Anytime I can get Big Drew on the on the phone is a win. Broadcast legend. Uh, hey, hey, buddy, you're on the podcast. How are you? I am wonderful. It's another beautiful day here in West Michigan. What can I do for you today, sir? You're, thank you for uh, for picking up. You're on your way to work? I am indeed. All right, buddy. Now, you were there for the basketball game last night, and I was – can you guess what I would be discussing first thing on my show today? I have I have two ideas – um, one of them, actually, neither of them are basketball related. I'm curious where we're going here. Okay. Well, try to, try to guess and I'll tell you if you're correct. I am going to say that we are talking about one of our in-game, uh, cohorts taking their headset off because Phil and I wouldn't stop talking wrestling, but it could be our surprise guest that we had last night as well, who was just a delight in my opinion. Yeah. I was talking about the second one. Ah, not surprised. Miss Ruby, a real gem if you ask her. Did you know anything about Ruby? I was just, I gave all the background. I want to see if you know about her background. Okay. Uh, are you Are you aware? No, I, I know that she had WNBA experience. Um, I know that she uh, has a great head of hair. She had TV hair. But other than that, I did not know much about our friend Ruby. Okay, so she's on a Northern Michigan TV station, and you know that. Yep, Cadillac 9 and 10, baby. Tune in right now. Right. Um, she was uh, uh, Miss USA or, or Miss Indiana. Um, Shut the front door. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, you know, when she walked in there, and I saw you guys with her, I was like, boy, I... You know, she just stood out. One of those things, like, she doesn't look like anybody else in the entire fucking arena. No. So, we all tried to play it cool, and I think you did a good job. I think Phil did a good job. I know I did a good job. Just keep, you know, trying not to be ridiculous, because it's difficult when you have someone as talented as Ruby was. Um, Listen, it was, it was difficult trying to explain to her that all of the other guys on the headset were just like uh, like drunk uncles at Thanksgiving. <laughs> they mean well, they're harmless. 
they're just sweet, sweet old men, you know? Yeah. Love them to death. They, they, they really were. And I was like, oh, my God. It, it, I felt bad. They were, she was, like, thrown to the, roll, uh, to the uh, wolves with those slobs. Holy shit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I love, I love Phil. I would not have put her on headset last night. No. I would not have had a headset on that young lady. No, but I will say, I think it kept a couple of those guys a little bit more in line than they normally <laughs> are. So yeah, um, I. Uh, by the way, there's a. I was um, because I started to get curious. I was like, what's going on with her? And she left my side and was hanging out with you. And that's when the stalking started. Okay. Ah. So then that's I, when the googling happened. That's exactly right. And um, she's she wants to cover the NBA. I think she's the type that will do that rather quickly. Like I think we saw the beginning of a career because she's only been on TV for like two three months in Cadillac. We're witnessing the beginning of a meteoric rise to the top. It's undeniable. Oh, bro, she worked with the Mercury Sun in the WNBA. She has the chops. I thought, honestly, man, Aaron Andrews vibes. It's straight up Aaron Andrews vibes. Like, she is a, a future star. If you are in the northern Michigan market, make sure you're checking her out on your morning news. I, I, I think that you will see her at one of our games again. Zane, you know, we're both sports guys. When you have the chance to add an all-star, it doesn't matter have the available roster spot or not. You find a way to add an all-star. Oh my God! It was it's it so stood out. It was like Jesus Christ. She will be on TV in that town for only a short amount of time, and then just take off. I can I can promise you that. Oh, dude, Fox, she, Fox Two Detroit, Fox Two Detroit, all day, every day. I would love her on Wood TV Eight here in Grand Rapids. Would absolutely love her. That is uh, that is that is cool. That is really really cool. It was it was interesting to see. Um, yeah, no, it, it was a fun opportunity, and I completely understand, like, everything. Like, she is, a, she is a hustler. She is a woman in sports media, and she knows that she has to push to get her stuff done. I was impressed. I was, uh, I was, I was blown away. And, frankly, that was, that, that was just the talent that she showed and the drive that she gave me. Zane, I'm a big fan of honesty. I'm a big fan of transparency. I said, are you here to take my job? And she said, absolutely. And I said, I'm getting it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Well, now oh, I'm dude, worried. She said she's coming for yours, too, so watch your neck, buddy. Oh, all right. Well, I'll fuck her up. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's interesting. I, oh. Well, when you guys said that to me, I was like, wait a minute. Are they, are they serious? I think she. I think they are serious. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. Real, real good. I just wanted to get your take on it because it just—it was so odd to have to walk in and here I am thinking, okay, job shadow. It's gonna be some pimply faced kid who's annoying and I shit. Same. Oh my God. Same. I gotta. I gotta have a word with the boss man because when you say job shadow, I'm thinking high school student. I thought I was getting you know Alex, one of our interns at the game, and I was I was prepped for that, and then. This Indiana walks in, and I have no clue what to do. Yep, yep, yep. It was. Uh, it was like I was. It was like I was having to hang out with the Gold Dancers all night. I love the Gold Dancers, but I feel like when I say hello to them, I'm going to end up in the HR office. Exactly, exactly. And the Gold Dancers, they didn't want to be around her. No one wanted to be around her. She's one of those. Everyone was intimidated, bro. Everyone was intimidated, and I'll be the first person to say, absolutely was. 
absolutely was. She was intimidating, but friendly at the same time if you gave her a chance. Oh, she's going to knife us both. That's what's going to happen. Oh, she's going to hear this podcast and stab us in our sleep. That's exactly right. Well, no, she's going to knife us because she's going to take our jobs. That too. All it's right. fine. I've been in. I've been in this long enough. I've had enough people take my job. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's going to take my job, it might as well be someone like her. Exactly. Well, um, very good. Uh, I will. Uh, it, it's always good to hear your voice. Everybody loves you out here. And uh, there you go. Um, uh, go whatever. Hope out. Hope you have a good Super Bowl. And I'll talk to you very soon. Hey, go Gold, go Ruby, and uh, go Taylor Swift. Why the hell not? All right. I'll, hey, Drew. Thank you so much, buddy. Hey, anytime, brother. Anytime. Peace. There you go. That's uh, the world famous Big Drew. Uh, part of the Ruby Aurora saga that will no doubt be talked about for years to come. Ben Glaze says she's okay looking, LOL. When he said she's friendly and intimidating, it's absolutely. I don't get intimidated by anybody. This this 20-something-year-old beauty queen just kicks my ass. Just walks in and goes, hey, how's it going? I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, Ashley says Steve Jabara probably flew her home. He wasn't in town. And then she says this sounds like every job interview feedback I've ever had. Did any of the players make their way over to the table last night? No. Kenny says, how many of the audience looked her up in the past few minutes? He raises his hand. Patrick says, sounds like Drew watched the WrestleMania press conference. I heard about that stupid thing. So dumb. Uh, that allowed for them to build the storyline that somehow now the rock is pals with Roman reigns and is against Cody Rhodes. And then the rock smacked Cody Rhodes in one of the lamest smacks I have ever seen in my life. Horrible acting, horrible, dumb storyline. All right, we are off and running on uh, on this podcast. Thank you so much for being part of it on Facebook, X, and YouTube. But I'm going to kick you out now. I'm going to send you off on your day. Or you can go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, or download the Twitch app to see the rest of the show. You'll need to give yourself a username there, and then you can participate in the chat, which is always fun. Make yourself at home. Please, you are invited. I would love you to be there. It doesn't cost you anything. You can follow along. You can subscribe. Uh, you can do all those things. When you hit follow, you're then notified when I go live. And if you hit subscribe, you avoid all commercials that uh, Amazon or Twitch puts in there during the live stream of the show. Or if you'd like to just listen later on, of course, there is the audio podcast. You can download it wherever you download shows on your favorite platform. I prefer Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and review. If you ever want to say hello, drop me a line on email, eric at ericsaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. And then, of course, there's the Patreon, which in and of itself 
is an entire job. Most of what I put out goes onto the Patreon. Of course, I have this free daily podcast, but there's also the Patreon. An additional podcast every day for another 30, 40 minutes, every single day of the week. I should say work day, Monday through Friday. And uh, several other shows that we do that are also equally fun, uh, in a lot of cases, more fun. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, still the crown jewel, in my opinion, when I team up with my old radio partner, Ben Glaze. We talked about um, uh, yesterday with his ridiculous suicide stand-up comedy routine with uh, PTSD veterans. That show happens once a week, most weeks, not this week. And then we have Who Are These Zanes, where I review old audio um, from the radio days with Ben. And then Who Are These Free Beers, where we review uh, recent shows of the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. And that's great fun as well. That's all at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. In fact, you can um, sign up for free for seven days. When you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane, you do need to put in a payment form when you go there. Um, But it's free. You can cancel it right after you sign up and you still get the seven days. So that's pretty much unbeatable. All there, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Before I let everybody on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube go, I need to share one more thing with you. I was just reminded of it. Ben Glaze uh, sent it along to me as Amy writes, did I miss when fraudulent Patreon will happen this week? We're not doing it this week. We're not doing a who are these Zanes or who are these free beers. We're not doing the Bennett. We're n- I'm not doing it at all. Just because this week has piled up in an unbelievable way with um, sports on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And um, not to mention all my other boring stuff that I, I have to do. So it's I actually need to just pull it back a little bit in order to just get that done. Um, no, it doesn't have anything to do with boobs last week. It has to do with time. So uh, we will get back at it next week, Thursday, after a week off with another big fraud Thursday. And we will have uh, an episode of Who Are These Free Beers? Which I wanted to show you this before we, uh, before I sent the folks on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, X off on their day. Uh, ben Glaze sent me a text. And it said, it just keeps getting worse. And I was like, boy, what the, what the hell is he talking about? And uh, he's referring to the Burn King's hair. Yeah, that's right. It, um, he's got that uh, comb over going, that, that uh, mud flap here. And as you can see, it's so absurdly long now that it grows on one side and then he's able to like flip it over like um like a like a mud flap and wow i give him credit despite the ridicule that he is receiving he is uh he is sticking with it in a stubborn way my god 
We're not sure who's responsible. If he's like, hey, this is what I'm shooting for. Or uh, his wife, the nose, is making him do this. This is part of that free beer change of life thing. New wife, new life, and going, saying, yes, this is the haircut that looks good. I think this is attractive. We're not sure ultimately what this will uh, uh, play out to when it's all said and done. I'm hoping he starts to look, he's going to start having the same haircut as the lead singer of that band of crash test dummies. Or that guy, I always thought he looked like that guy from the safety dance video. But this is fucking sick. Holy shit. Linda says, I wonder what the former president thinks of it. Rebecca says, it looks stupid. Corey says, it's a reverse Trump. Tyler says, it's the complete opposite of easy sex hair. Amanda says, don't stare directly at it or you will go blind. My God. Chris says, safety dance guy had nice hair. This is not nice hair. Public Radio Dave says, no matter how long his hair is, it'll never cover cover those DSLs. Now, look, I'm going to post this for the audio podcast listeners so you can see for yourself. Now, I do that uh, with, like, a lot of risk because, well, it's actually good. I shouldn't say risk. Anytime I post anything about how ridiculous the Burn King's hair looks, um, his pack of audience, they get so offended on his behalf because I'm making fun of his hair. And they often say things like, uh, he never gets over it. He's, he's not moving on. He's riding their coattails. It's like, you motherfucker, I am doing my job. This is no different than anything I've done for the past 30 years. Every day I do the same thing. All right. This is a perfect thing to talk about. Look at that fucking hair. If his hair didn't look retarded, I would not be talking like this. Brandis says, I am embarrassed on his behalf. Now, people that are making these comments, these are nice people. These aren't people like me. These are people that are like respectful to others. And they're being motivated to say horrible things about this asshole. Uh, Kenny writes, kind of reminds me of Macaulay Culkin. Corey says, what are the boys' opinion of Ben Glaze now since he's so connected with you? Ben says they hate me. They do. Ben stole all their drops years ago (laughs) and put them on my show and uh, they hate them. And then after, um, and then I guess Freebird said to Ben, yeah, we were thinking about hiring you, but the guys, they don't like you because you stole the drops. By the way, don't believe that, by the way. He was just trying to hurt you. He hates you too. Freebird would call up Ben from time to time whenever something was said or something happened that he didn't like and he'd scold him. Like the most recent time that Freebeer got a hold of Ben to to uh, to lecture him and scold him was when Ben on the 
Freeburn Outwing subreddit indicated he had a bunch of old shows. And if somebody wanted to like um, get their hands on the old shows, he'd make them available. Now, these were all shows that were available at one point, like on podcast form. And so, uh, but for some reason, Mudflap here got really, really hurt about that. And he, he called Ben up to uh, read him the riot act. <laughs> Okay. Donut Dan talks about Maury's wig shop, which is a reference to Goodfellas. Uh, a bunch of best ofs is what Ben Ben was going to uh, direct people to. Florida man says the legendary event where he showed up at the live at night. Yeah, Ben actually bought tickets. He bought tickets with Lurch. And was uh, like hanging out at like a meet and greet or something like that. He bought the tickets. And because Ben was working on my show at the time, they threw him out. And uh, then their boss at the time, Tom Cook, he called Lori, my boss, just to uh, complain that Ben like bought a ticket and was there. It's like, you bunch of fucking assholes. Florida man says, uh, wait, seriously, Greg called up Ben to bitch? Oh, more than once. He yelled at him. How dare you? I thought we were friends or some shit. I don't know. Ben says the quote that Tom said when he kicked him out of the event was, game's over, boys. <laughs> Uh, Aram says if Freebeer did a better job of archiving the shit people paid for, there would have been, there wouldn't have been a need for Ben to save them all. Kenny says Ben should have recorded those calls. Yeah, please do that. Next time he calls to yell at you. I hope he calls to yell at you for making fun of his stupid fucking hair. Florida man says, is this where Ben got the quote, looks like a monster drop? The best moment ever of the WBBL show. I don't know. Ben was his, uh, he, you know, he did a great job of taking over the drops. Uh, that, that was kind of like the swan song for the drops. People often said to me in this show, Hey man, you got to work in drops. Like, well, no, you can't one dude. I mean, occasionally I'll play a clip, but it's not like it used to be. Ben would fire that shit in mid-sentence. I can't be talking and then firing drops on my own conversation. It doesn't fucking make sense. I hate that shit. It's got to be like, I don't know they're coming. And if I'm doing them, then I know they're coming. The only way I could ever have drops is if I had a person dedicated to fucking Fred Norris. I'd have to hire my own Fred Norris. Or my own Ben. Uh, ben says that the looks like a monster comes from the show The Office. That is uh, Kevin from The Office. Corey says, yeah, for it to work, it kind of has to be more organic. Yeah, like I'm carrying on about whatever the fuck. And then all of a sudden, it looks like a monster flying in out of left field. That's great. All right. 
Anyway, I just, I had to, I had to put on display this hair of this asshole. My God. To be a fly on the wall, if Greg ever admitted that he heard these rants about his stupid hair, I don't think he does. I don't think Greg pays attention to anything I do, and no one close to him has the nerve to say, hey, he was killing you about your hair, because that would mean that they have to acknowledge that his hair looks like shit. You know? But Greg generally looks like shit. I mean, I give myself shit all the time about my monster chin, the fat, the fact that I'm fat as fuck. Uh, I didn't have a lot to work with in the first place. But Greg appears to be going out of his way to make himself look homeless. God damn it. That is fantastic. All right. I talked to Rick this morning. I said, buddy, let's get together and talk some shit coming up uh, on the show. And I was thwarted. He said, no, cannot do it. I am sick. I guess he started puking last night. And uh, so that's that. Ben says he did not steal the drops. He just had them from when I worked with them. Then... Threw most, I threw most of them onto the instant replay. Like he didn't do it like, hey, I'm going to go steal them and put them on this show. He just had his own archive. Corey says you didn't steal them because they didn't even own them. They took them from movies and TV shows. That's correct. Um, there was a couple drops that probably happened on the show that he had. That I don't know if they ever saw the light of day. But most of those drops, they weren't their property. They were from TV shows. So Ben, the thing about Ben is it takes a lot to get Ben to ha- to respond aggressively. I've never actually seen Ben respond to anything in an aggressive manner. It's not really his nature. It's not his makeup. That's kind of why it works when we're together. Because you got me, I'm a fucking bull in a china shop. And Ben, that's not quite his, uh, his makeup to tell somebody to go fuck themselves. So I imagine um, Freebeer sensed that he could bully Ben because of Ben's general demeanor and then went about it that way. It's a total manipulation. Um, All right. Corey says their sense of entitlement is pretty wild and then it's coupled with them being extremely petty. At the end of the day... Nobody was listening to to my show when Ben and I were on. Nobody, I mean, it was fucking horribly rated. Um, I liked the show. I thought the show was good. No matter what we did, though, we couldn't get anyone to listen to it. Uh, Amanda writes, does anyone feel that is, it says, COVID's over. Okay, I think she means, does anyone feel that COVID is over? Ben could actually go to Eric's house for the Ben and Eric Patreon where he could use the instant replay again. Um, uh, you know, yeah, I think he could possibly use the instant replay from where he's at, but 
I don't know. Um, actually, the way you really need to do it is with three people. Two people to talk, one person to drop in the drops. But we did get away with it with two, so I understand that. You make a decent point. Uh, Kenny says, Amanda, why do we not have an update about last night with Matt Reif? Comedian Matt Reif. Amanda says, because it's Eric's show right now. Look at that. A lot of growth from Amanda. She wants to do the Amanda show, but she can't. So it's just like, you have to stop it. You can't even play the whole drop. Kenny's trying to get her in trouble. He says, that's never stopped you before. No, she's good. She's good. She's doing the right thing. Besides, nobody gives a shit about Matt Reif. Ben says, Matt Reif finger blasted Amanda. I don't think that's true, Ben. It's a fucking horrible comment. All right. I'm finally going to kick the folks at face uh, on Facebook X and YouTube off. Here you go. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Open and live stream of this show. The world famous Ruby Aurora show. That's what I can, that's what I can uh, title the show. Ruby Aurora. Unbelievable. Uh, the open and live stream brought to you today by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get into your mortgage uh, to buy your house, whether it be your first house or maybe you've done this many, many times. Keep Mario in mind. No matter where you are in the U.S., the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage will work tirelessly for you. Call them at 231-332-6505. While I'm at it, the King's Room Barbershop. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and Wyoming at 821 36th Street next to the costume, costume room. And just down the road from Dumpster Divers. Um, three places to get your hair cut. If you get your hair cut at any one of the usual shops like Zach's, I'm talking to you directly. Those that go to Zach's or uh, Jude's or Lady Jane's or Sport Clips, I want you just once, just once to break away and try King's Room Barbershop. Take the King's Room Challenge. That's something I just made up right there. Uh, and get your haircut. Guys, get their haircut at King's Room Barbershop. Mention my name, please, when you are there. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, if you go to kingsroom.net, hours, exact locations, it's all there. Kingsroom.net. Grand Rapids Gold got a basketball game coming up on Sunday. Never know who's going to be there. You, you might even see uh, former gigantic celebrity, Ru or future, uh, <laughs> oh boy, future celebrity Ruby Aurora. GrandRapidsGold.com is their website. Get a $14 ticket and uh, hang out with me on Sunday. Uh, tickets go up in price, but that's uh, the least you'll pay, 14 bucks. Come see me. The Gold have um, 
put themselves in a spot to earn a playoff bid. And they started off terribly this year, but they are on fire now. They just took two from the Atlanta Hawks affiliate, the um, College Park Skyhawks. And they were like right next to each other in the standings. So the gold have really been turning it on. They've been playing great basketball. It was fun to watch and see them win almost every night now. GrandRapidsGold.com for tickets. Okay. Easy has to go tinkle. I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. And over there. Moneyline Monday. There's a pre on here. Can use that. Why am I hearing Bill? Uh, special guest joining us on the show. You're going to love this guest. Everybody loves this guest. Hello? Pooh Bear. Yes. This is your husband. Hello. Uh, rumor has it you're at my house today. I am. Okay, so what's going on? Like, uh, it's, it's a break? It's a midwinter break? Midwinter break, today and Monday. Oh, my gosh. You know, I love it when you're here. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's, just, uh, it's just nice knowing that there's another person in the house. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just had a long talk with the audience about my job shadow yesterday at the, at the gold game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you came home and told me about that right away. <laughs> um, what did you think when I, sh- I said, hey, look who was my job shadow? What did you think when you saw that? I thought you were pulling my leg. You were kidding me. Yeah, she wants to be like a host of like, uh, she wants to be an NBA, cover, cover the NBA, sports journalism. Yeah, but so why, but that has really nothing to do with your job. 
Well, she's one of those people who kind of uh, is strong at like networking, I guess. And um, I, I've I've had to I've seen people who operate like that before. You know who's like that? Uh, Annie Agar. You remember yeah. Annie? Mm-hmm. She kind of like uh, got herself exposed to various things. She used to do sideline reporting for the Gold. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw um, Ruby last night. Was that type of uh, trajectory? Right. You know? Uh, yeah. Ashley, Hurricane Ashley is in the audience. She says, Queen of the Forest is not impressed. <laughs> no, well, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 you kind of stop worrying after, you know, 33 years. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it's like, I was, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I stop worrying too. Besides, my ding dong doesn't work anymore, so it's, it's <laughs> just—it's ridiculous. It works. It just doesn't work. No, as efficient. No, it—it it just doesn't have a third gear anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just part of getting old, I guess. I hear you. Sucks. I don't know. Uh, you know, Hugh Hefner was able to, you know, produce babies at like eighty, and you know, somebody who's just somebody just some actor just had a baby at like seventy-five. Well, this isn't making me feel any better. I can't. You, I can't make babies anymore. They, if they yeah. could, I can't. <laughs> I can't make babies anymore either. So there you go. Well, I know, but that was by decision. You had you had that stuff removed. Mine just stopped working. Well, you know, it's that's it happens. Yeah, it sure does. It's not. Ha- it's it's actually it's not happening. That's that's the problem. It's not <laughs> happening at all. It's, it's embarrassing. So it is a bummer. Tyler's yelling at me right now. Oh, of course. Oh, there she is. Oh, yeah. Why she what? What? Okay. I don't know what she's yelling at at this point. All right, I won't keep. She really never has a reason to yell. I know she just does it. It just happens. (laughs) It just happens. Yeah. So what is this? What's this girl's name? Like, uh. It's a lady, Diana. Come on. Okay, what's this lady's name? Ruby Aurora. Do you think that's her real name? I don't that know. Sounds like a, that sounds like a... Uh, it sounds like a TV like name. A, it sounds like a porn star name. Oh, for God's sake. Come on now. <laughs> You're going to meet her. You're going to meet her because uh, Big Drew walked up to her and he goes, I need to know. I'm into transparency. Are you trying to take my job? And she said, yes. She did? Yes. Oh, dear. Yeah. So. What did, what did Drew say? Drew come up to me and he says, hey, she's trying to take our jobs. And I thought he was kidding, but then he didn't smile. And I go, well, maybe she is. Well, that's impossible. There's no way anybody's going to take my job. She might take no. Drew's job, but she's not taking my job. I'll beat her ass. That's right. Uh, and that's not, that's not sideline reporting or journalism is doing PA anyway, so. Well, you know how these are people are. They 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 come in, they take everything over, and then they then they leave. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, no that's that's not going to happen anyway. No, she um, can take a long walk of a short pier. Wow, I'm surprised you you got that one accurate. You actually said it I know, right. I had to think about. I had to think about it. Yep, yep. Usually you'll you'll screw those those little slogans up or those sayings <laughs> up and say them inappropriately. Um, the. Uh, is a, is a comment that the women are turning on Ruby. 
Do you find that women that look like that, that look like whatever, beauty queens, it's hard to like them? Is that what you, is that your experience? No. I don't think it's hard to like them. Okay, so there, there's, there's no, like, pettiness or anything like that, right? No. I do know there is some pettiness in the sports world, though. Everybody's dogging Caitlin Clark because she's awesome and saying that she isn't really as good as she that everybody says she is, so even though she's breaking records left and right, but... Like Cheryl Swoop said, she, she if she breaks my record, it it wasn't it was because of COVID year. She has an she had an extra year to do it, but that's not true. She she's in her fourth she's a fourth year senior right now. She might not take the COVID year. She may go into the WNBA. So that's, that's like a, people are, so, are 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 letting her have it over that, huh? Yes, yes. Now that she's like your favorite college basketball player of all time, right? Is she? Do you prefer her over that guy Oscar Shibwe, who played for Kentucky? And you, I, I know you loved that guy. I do love that guy. So that and that's a I, uh, that's he's my male sports guy. She's my female sports guy person. Okay, but you can only pick one: Oscar Shibwe or Caitlin Clark. Mm, that's a tough one. It's got to be Caitlin Clark. It, it, it probably is Caitlin Clark, but yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, yeah, it is Caitlin Clark, I'd have to say. Yeah, for sure. I think I just convinced you into that. No, I think I would say that, but I just, I just know, uh, I don't know, but I've read more about Oscar Shibwe's personality and, and humbleness and niceness. And I, so that always is a perk for me. I'm not sure how, and I think she's pretty humble too, but. How about that sure. clip where that chick from Ohio State ran out onto the court and just lightly bumped into her, and she threw herself on the ground when, she, like, Jackie was two years old. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Such a that flop. A, well, I don't know how much of a flop it was. was it was a, a little flop. bit of a flop, it was but a it wasn't a whole flop. That did hurt her. Yeah, it was a total flop. I don't think it hurt her. It just, it's just, a, it was just silly. It was just dumb. She can still shoot the lights out. She's still a fantastic player. Yes. Um, okay, are we doing a Super Bowl party? I don't know. Should we? No. I think no, we shouldn't. Well, I don't know. I think it should just be a definite. I mean, a uh, a day like it, um, like we always have on Sunday. Yeah, just with the family. Yeah, because that game always starts late, and everybody's got to work on Monday. So you know, Jackie and Justin will want to get home. So yeah, I don't have to work, but huh? yeah, of course, because you're in education. Eric, what? What? I, no, no, it's, uh, it's true, though. You get, what are you doing there? Are you washing the car? <laughs> doing laundry. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right. Okay. Um, very good. I appreciate you, as always. Love you to pieces. Oh, my yeah, God. Yes, you. Oh, my God. What? That noise. Just, <laughs> can you hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Have a good one. Okay, I love bless you. you. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Go Pooh Bear. Um, Becca says you guys should have us all over for the Super Bowl. Fuck that. No. That is dumb. <sighs> Ashley says, I should have said, like you, Queen of the Forest. Women that look like you, you idiot. Missed opportunity for Pooh Bear points. I, I don't know what you're talking about.
It's a dumb thing to say. All right. Um, I need to get to send this audio off to the soon-to-be world-famous Ruby Aurora. I need to uh, permanently set up this um, storyline that I saw Ruby Aurora's career in media start. I was there at the beginning, okay? And then she has taken off to new heights, okay? Drew said it best. Aaron Andrews vibes. Aaron Andrews, of course, like the biggest name in the history of uh, uh, women in sports journalism. Okay. In a crowded field dominated by men uh, to be able to pull that off. That's a big deal. That's exciting. Uh, Not Chuck Norris writes, Freebird Hot Wings only talks about washing machines here on only talks about washing machines here on the Eric Zane Show podcast. We actually get to hear the washing machine. Linda says tagger on Instagram. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm probably just going to reach out. Hey, here's the audio. This is what we said. So I've made it a point on this show to just basically tell you the story without any gratuitous nonsense because I don't want to be looked at as like some kind of asshole. I'm just telling you where I was when that all unfolded before our very eyes. And so help me God, if she takes my job, fuck, I'm going to be so pissed. No, I just, all I want is my little minor league basketball team. You're too big for a minor league basketball team. You need to be at the NBA level. That's where you want to be ultimately anyway. You don't want to be in the G League, for God's sake. So get the hell out of here. You know? Donut Dan says you got to get a selfie with her the next time she is at the game so you can use it for marketing. Like I was there at the start. All right. This is getting ridiculous enough. All we've done today is talked about um, a beautiful person, Ruby Aurora, and an ugly person, Free Beer. Okay. We had full of talent and lovely. Full of talent and lovely. No talent, ugly. Full talent, lovely. No talent, ugly. All right. Kent says someone put Ruby's hair on free beer. Okay, that's a great idea. This pick or let's see. Maybe this pick with this can one of you shitty photoshoppers pull this off that would be awesome I love that idea Kent Ben says show the five years from now free beer pick 
All right. Meanwhile, hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I love doing Cameos, and uh, I want to do one for you. They're just 20 bucks, and uh, they're a lot of fun. I can be as nice or as mean as you want me to be. Thank you to Impact Power Sports. They sponsor me. They sponsor the studio. Online at impactpowersportsmi.com in Rockford, Michigan. When it comes to ATVs, UTVs, motorcycles, Yamaha golf carts, electric bikes, stuff that's fun, you get it at Impact Power Sports in Rockford, Michigan. Shop online or in person today. Walk in, get a bag of popcorn, and start looking at stuff you can buy. Load it up in your toy hauler and off you go. They have a fantastic service department, too, to service the things that um, you may already have or stuff that you buy. Maybe you need some general maintenance after a weekend of fun. Take it over to Impact Power Sports. Their staff will take care of you. Online at impactpowersportsmi.com. Talked about Rick earlier. He's a bit under the weather today. Uh, TC Paintball. Book your event today at TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, we've got an event coming up on the 18th, so just over a week away. Paintball War number 23, the battle for the Rio Grande. If you want to participate, I need to hear from you. Give me an RSVP. Eric at ericzancho.com. Tyler, are you coming? Kevin Kuypers, are you coming? Matt Kuypers, are you coming? I need to know these things. How come I, I every time I say somebody let me know, I don't hear anything? I forgot which one of you let me know that you're coming. One of you did, but I don't remember who. Give me a heads up, either text or email me, uh, eric at ericzancho.com. And um, then I can know how many people we have that will be attending. The Green Medicine Shop, my latest sponsor. I've always wanted a uh, company that sells cannabis products on the show. And I, I finally have that now. The fly in the ointment is that in Greenville, Michigan... They have an ordinance so that recreational marijuana cannot be sold. That's where they opened up shop and they had to open up a medical facility. That's where these folks that own the place live. That would be uh, Matt and Shawnee. Shawnee's a pharmacist by trade. And uh, they started the green medicine shop when she started to utilize cannabis after a terrible car accident. Realized the healing properties the effectiveness of cannabis when it comes to the medical world. And thus they started the green medicine shop. Lo and behold, Michigan goes to recreational marijuana is legal, but they can't actually do it. So the way you have to buy cannabis at the green medicine shop is with a medical card, which is the old fashioned way, but there's a lot of benefits to buying medicine, uh, marijuana or cannabis products um, medicinally. First of all, you don't have to pay the 10% excise tax. Uh, better quality on the blooms, as it's described to me. Less impurities. They can explain that to you. It's all available on the website, too, thegreenmedicineshop.com. So what you do is you go to that website. You click where it says get a medical card. In 15 minutes, you can have a medical card. It's going to set you back 90 bucks to do that. However, don't worry. that You have a $100 in-store credit when you get your medical card the way I just said. So that's taken care of. And then get up to Greenville, Michigan, and bye, bye, bye. Get your 2.5 ounces. Get your edibles. Get your CBD products. And the only way that 
you can get uh, cannabis products if you're under 21, 18 to 21, is with a valid medical card. So there is a way for those people who are under 21 to get those products, and that's how you do it. You go to thegreenmedicineshop.com. You hit your 18th birthday. You go to that website. You get your medical card. You go. You get your cannabis. You got your $100 in-store credit, and away you go. You have friends for life. Where down the street is our very own Maureen is heading up to Greenville today. She says, I'm going to stop in there and drop your name. All right. Yeah, buy some stuff too. You're going to need that medical card if you don't already have it. If you already have it, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. You just go buy. Uh, Corey says, I would just move the business to one town over. Well, they don't want to do that. But eventually, if this doesn't work or if Greenville doesn't change to recreational marijuana, then they then they will. But for right now, uh, that's the hand they're dealt. And it's my job to get you in there. So head over to Green Medicine Shop in Greenville, Michigan. <coughs> Excuse me. Ashley says Greenville prefers recreational meth. I believe that. Not really. I actually like that town. All right. About two weeks ago, my brother-in-law charity scam, Mike, reaches out to me. And uh, first he calls and uh, I let it, I let it go to voicemail. I said, hey, uh, he wrote, are you up? No emergency, just an odd story. This is Friday, February 2nd at 10.06 p.m. Said, I'm in bed. I can text or I can talk tomorrow. This is what he wrote, which caused me to immediately stop what I was to get out of bed and call him. I almost died tonight. My truck gave me and Sophia carbon monoxide poisoning after I picked her up from school. Uh, she is the special needs young lady. Autistic and uh, Rett's syndrome, not Tourette's, Rett's. Uh, largely nonverbal. Overwhelmingly smell of exhaust in the cam, two miles from home. I suddenly got dizzy, nauseated, headache. I was able to pull over and called 911. Ambulances, cops crawled out of the vehicle. They gave us oxygen and we live. Fuck this truck. Turns out the guy that replaced my catalytic converter did it half-ass and that almost killed us. So I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck? Um, last night, I sent a news story off to him. After all that crazy shit went down, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. That sounds unbelievable. Again, that was on February 2nd. Here we are on February 9th. He's still recovering. I guess he's trying to get to the bottom of uh, what happened with the whole deal uh, with the guy who repaired the truck, how that could have taken place. 
Uh, don't do it on the cheap. This just happened last night, and I sent it off to him, and he's freaking out now. It seems like an unusual spot for someone to be poisoned by carbon monoxide. But police in Van Buren County say that's what happened to two people and their pets earlier this week. And they want the community to understand some car malfunctions. They can cause deaths outdoors. Our Marisa Oberly reports. Pink flowers and shards of broken glass. Small reminders of what Hartford Police Chief Michael Prince calls a tragic accident. When the officers broke the window, it was very hot inside the vehicle and they could smell the exhaust fumes very strong. The 11-year department veteran explains around 8.20 Wednesday morning, his sergeant pulled into the parking lot of a baseball field off Lincoln Street on the city's southeast side to do paperwork. He noticed a car there, too, with a man and a woman ages 19 and 18 respectively inside. But when the sergeant went to check on them, neither responded. Prince says he and a lieutenant performed CPR on both, but God the woman damn. passed away as well as two dogs. First responders rushed the man to a Grand Rapids area hospital and expect him to survive. They believe carbon monoxide caused the incident. I think this reporter has poisoning too because it sounds like her nose is full of it. There's indications that the vehicle did have an exhaust leak exhaust problem. Uh, one relative thought that they'd had it repaired. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CO deaths usually happen when the odorless, colorless gas builds up indoors. But Michael McLear with Escape says it can occur outdoors too if a car's exhaust system malfunctions or gets plugged up. Like my nose. The best thing to do is if people are in... I can't believe right when I was going to that joke, she actually said plugged up their vehicle making sure again they keep every local person in this town looks the same keep the vehicle windows cracked automotive industry experts note some vehicles with remote ignitions do shut off if they sit idle for too long and any issues would likely cause the engine to smell or make a noise mclear recommends people take their car to an auto body shop regularly that licensed mechanic is going to have the ability to i don't know if it's an auto body shop I think you want to just take it to like Irvine's, not like a place that's going to put a new fender on. To put that vehicle up on a hoist and do a thorough inspection. So maybe the next time you get your oil changed, have that vehicle gone through because our roadways and the salt we use on the roadways can be very corrosive. And over time, even with our newer vehicles, exhaust systems can start to get the pit holes. I'm so, I'm... Marissa Oberley, Fox 17 News. She sounds like that chick at 95.7. Yeah, that is, uh, that is bad, bad, bad news. Holy cow. Florida man says that's awful. Who the hell would ever think that would happen? Yeah, I didn't know that that could happen outdoors either. I guess perhaps it just comes right up to the floor. Uh, Corey says, does Michigan require yearly inspections on vehicles? I know not every state does. No, we don't, we don't mess with that shit here. We should. I mean, seriously. <clears throat> Agen D2 says, eerie look on 9 and 10 News. Local man had a medical episode. Is the theory so far across center line and special needs sister and bus driver died on the seventh. That's kind of out of left field. 
Are you checking out nine at nine and ten because of uh, Ruby Aurora? Is that is that what you're doing? Watch nine and ten news viewership online spikes to new heights because of Ruby Aurora from talking about it on this dumb podcast. Uh, he says no live up here. LOL. Corey says in Maine, you have to have your vehicle expected every year to, uh, to fit fails. I think he means something else. You don't get your sticker in a cop can pull you over for having an invalid inspection. Yeah, that was, I learned that the hard way when I moved out East because they do the same thing in New Jersey. Historic story, historic story. I moved from Tennessee to New Jersey. Shortly after starting on 105.7 The Hawk and 94.5 The Hawk or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, I'm driving home from work. From Princeton to Jackson, New Jersey, which is quite a haul. I'm a mile from home. Cop pulls me over. He says, I pulled you over because you got no inspection stick. There's no inspection sticker on your car. I said, what do you mean? Because you, your vehicle it hasn't been inspected this year. You have no sticker. I said, I do not know what you're talking about. I just moved here. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah. How long ago? I, I don't know, a month ago. He goes, that's too long. License, registration, proof of insurance. So I give it to him, and he, he says, uh, uh, your registration is from Tennessee. I go, yeah, I just moved here. Okay, well... um, you should have gotten your registration in the state of New Jersey and your car needs to be inspected. I go, all right, sounds good. You got it. I'll just take my license and be on my way. And he says, no, 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 that's not happening. Uh, your car is uh, being towed. We are taking your car. I go, you're taking my car. What the fuck are you talking about? He goes, you can't drive this car on the road if it's not registered appropriately and without the appropriate inspection sticker. Have a nice day. He takes my fucking car. So I walk home. <laughs> and uh, I take my wife's car to work the next day. I tell this fucking story. And the asshole's listening. So this spreads quickly around the barracks. It was, uh, and everybody's like, picking sides about who was right, who was wrong. It was a big thing. Uh, eventually, it worked, got worked out, which I'll go get into that in a second, the headache that that was. Uh, and we had then, eventually, we met all the cops at a bar. We had a big, like, party with this asshole cop. And you could get your picture taken with me and this stupid pig uh, and... It was like a big thing. We had actually, we actually made lemonade out of lemons, but at the time it was the worst thing in the world. So then I have to go and pay to get my car, um, out of the impound yard. There's a lot of money. Everything in, in New Jersey is a bureaucracy and expensive. It's a goddamn racket. Then after I go through all of this headache to get everything in, New Jersey style registration and shit is a huge pain in the ass. And they go, okay, 
You got 24 hours to get your inspection sticker. Okay, what do I do? You got to take it to like uh, an improved improved shop or pay for it. Well, then there's like all sorts of like, you got to make a uh, appointment and it's like two months behind, or you can take it to a state run inspection site. So you pull into this gigantic fucking warehouse and then somebody sticks a, a thing up the ass of the car, up the tailpipe to measure the emissions. And then once they measure the emissions, they go, all right, you passed. Here's your sticker. Give us another $200. Okay, thanks. Fuck you. So I'm thinking that's it. All told, this has cost me a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of driving. And then he says, you failed. What do you mean? Yeah, your vehicle's uh, emissions are fucked up. You're, you're emitting too much shit. I go, so what? You no, know, you, that's how you get the sticker. You fail the test, asshole. Now you got to go get the fucking car fixed. I go, well, how do I know what the fucking wrong with you? He goes, you take it to a mechanic and then you pay for it and you get it fixed. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. You got, you got seven days from this point to get it. Here's your temporary to get you, uh, get it fixed. So then I had to go and get like a whole new exhaust. It costs like more than the car. And I'm pretty sure I failed it more than once. I distinctly remember that. And then finally we got to a point after like a month and a half. of All these extensions and costs and fees and oh, it's terrible. One day I'm sitting there in the car where the guy's testing the car and he goes, you and he knew me. He goes, guess what, Eric, you passed. Congrats. Here's your sticker. Fuck you. Put the sticker on the car. Cause they put it on the front windshield. They put it on the windshield on the front. And if, so that's easy to, to, to tell if you're driving one way and the cops driving the other way, if you have no sticker, it's the first thing they look for. And if you have no sticker, they're pulling your ass over. Moving to Michigan where there's no, there's nothing like that. We don't have any of that nonsense. We don't give a shit what happens to your car. Everybody just rolls coal in Michigan. Uh, Nick says, and the guy's brother who did the testing probably owns the yard. Um, yeah, that was a disaster. And then when you go to New Jersey, it's a real learning curve. It's like another country. There's that shit. And then you pull in to get gasoline the first time you've ever want to get gasoline in, in New Jersey. And then you go to get out of your car and some foreign dude goes, do not get out. You stay in your car. How am I going to get gas? I get gas. I, I, I pump it for you. I don't, I don't, I don't want full service. It's not full service. Everything is the law. This is the law. New Jersey, you, you cannot pump gas. I, I, well, yeah, but I don't want to pay more. It's no extra cost. It's the law. You will not pump your gas. I will pump your gas. Okay. And you don't have to give them a tip or anything. You just say, yeah, uh, fill up 97. They don't even speak any English. All they know is numbers. 
87, 89, 90, whatever. Aram says was the guy Russian. No, that's my nondescript uh, accent of all nationalities at once. It's also the voice of that fucking junk dealer, slave owner in Star Wars, a little guy with the wings who had like the contract on Anakin. Anakin! And it's the voice of my dad. Corey says the inspections are a pain in the ass, but it keeps all the shit boxes off the road. No, dick, you want the shit boxes on the road. I mean, it's something to pass the time when you're driving. You see somebody with a pile of shit car. No, that's, that's good. Adam says New Jersey sounds stupid. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, there's a lot of fucked up people that live in New Jersey. The short time that I was there is like two and a half years. I, I learned so much about life living in New Jersey. All right. One of those days. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Come on, everybody's doing it. God damn, I'm looking at today. Today alone. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Ladybugs came at the Ladybug picnic. 12 beautiful sponsors. I am so lucky to be able to do this show uh, in my pajamas every day for now going on six years. It's because of you supporting my sponsors. When you support the sponsors, you keep the free podcast strong. Quite literally, I'll be able to do this to the day I die because of you supporting the sponsors. So whenever you need to engage, please do so and mention me. Uh, three months out of the year, Troy Ginzer, the tax hobbit, advertises on the Eric Zane Show podcast. I want you to reach out to Tag Accounting to get your taxes done. Online at tagcpa.net. Taking care of clients all across the United States. It doesn't matter where you live. You'll get your taxes done expertly by a certified public accountant, certified in all states, and a very easy process where literally all you have to do is pick up a phone or send an email, and that's the extent. Outside of gathering up your documents and getting them to them over at Tag Accounting, that's it. After they uh, formulate you and put you on the schedule, they let you know when your taxes are going to be done. And then you just wait by the phone on that day. You could be at work while your taxes are being done. Next thing you know, money shows up in your account. Call today, 616-301-9516. They also do payroll and other business type of accounting things. In fact, I take advantage of that. Um, I do this, and I think Mike Ball does this. Our pal Mike Ball with his business at MB Distributing. Uh, the Gins takes care of my payroll for the Eric Zane Show podcast. He built me an S-Corp. Again, what is that? I do not know. I have no idea. I just know it is the way 
my show is built. And he's in charge of that shit. He sends me a bill every three months. I go, all right, sounds good. Take care of my shit. Tyler says, getting my taxes done by the Gins at 530 today. Thank you. Love the Gins. Everybody needs to get their taxes done by Troy Ginzer. Brandis writes, pretty sure my beater car is slowly killing me. Smells bad. I'm a shit person for murdering the environment. Hey, fuck the environment right now. I'll worry about you. We just had that story about those people dying in their car. Come on now. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the show. Find them online at bluefrostit.com. Any type of IT work you need done, uh, and you live in West Michigan, have it done by Blue Frost IT. You can call them at 616-285-50. If your business needs a tech upgrade, I recommend getting a hold of them and sitting down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation. They'll help you every step of the way to make sure that you are making the right purchase for your business. The Eric Zane Show podcast has a vouch store because I vouch for the products on it. You too can shop on my vouch store. Vouch.store slash Eric Zane. You can uh, get this in the show notes of the audio podcast. I've got four things for sale there. The uh, toothbrush, which is a toothbrush. I've got split rock coffee, ground or whole bean. Try my coffee. Also, the Camp Craft Cocktails. I want you to buy these and let me know how it goes. So you buy the jar full of the um, uh, dried fruit. You add your booze. You make your drinks. It's that simple. Try them. You can get a jar for 25 bucks, which will give you 16 drinks. Each jar makes 16 drinks. Uh, the gin bundle will set you back 75 bucks, but that's uh, 48 drinks after you add the rum to these. Uh, that's not bad. Not counting the rum that works out to about a buck 56 a drink. And of course, the percussion massage gun. I saw the team trainer for the Grand Rapids Gold had one of these exact things yesterday. It's called the Nimble Accelerate Percussion Massage Gun. And there's a smaller version of it known as the Nimble Express Percussion Massage Gun. These things do a number on your sore muscles, relieve stress, relieve any type of inflammation, things like that. Uh, I realize a pricey thing, no doubt, but could make a great gift for um, for Valentine's Day or a birthday present, especially if you're you live an active lifestyle where you do a lot of training, weightlifting, things like that, maybe running. Uh, great for recovery. Nimble Accelerate and Nimble Express percussion massage guns also works fantastic on the elderly. You know, sometimes those muscles get sore. Things like that, maybe uh, loosening up the joints. Uh, all something that you can take advantage of with these products and available for sale on my vouch store. So if you or someone you know or love wants to actually look into something like this, buy it here. There you go. That is my vouch store. Uh, Linda loves her toothbrush. She purchased one. Thank you for that. She says, I need a second one for another bathroom. And then she says, love it. 
Now, wait a minute now. When you say another bathroom, do you mean at your residence or someone else's residence? Oh? Oh? <laughs> wait a minute. Hmm. Is that a clue, Linda, about something going on? Was that an intentionally applied sly clue? There's something we don't know about. She says, I brush my teeth upstairs and downstairs. Really? Really? Maureen says, <laughs> let's call her and find out. No, I don't think so. Corey says it's code for anal. Now that's just ridiculous. Uh, Linda is a, is uh, reminds me of like a close to the vest type of info person. And I'll just say this as the world's most renowned sex agent outside of introducing people to each other and speaking on the behalf of and vouching for uh, once they're out of my hair, they're out of my hair. Okay. I've introduced a lot of people to each other over the years. And then it's up to the people that are involved to make that happen. And I don't pry. I don't ask questions. That's what a good sex agent uh, does. If someone just offers it up, Hey, guess what's going on now between us? That's nice. It's not required. Okay. So, um, it ends there. It ends there. I have no idea what's going on between Linda and uh, an audience member named uh, Rob, who uh, all I said was, hey, okay, here we go. The, here's some pictures. Here you go. And then it, it's up to you guys. It's up to you guys. If you suddenly call me and give me information, again, I didn't ask for that. But just know that I'm on the lookout for you. I'm still on the lookout for Jamie Lemon. Uh, I, I ran into Jamie Lemon the other day and she goes, I'm mad at you. I go, why? And she goes, because you promised me you would get me a man. I said, I tried. And um, the man that I thought would have been nice, you scoffed at. And now I've... Uh, that man is now talking to, I think, talking to, or at least I've introduced him to Linda. And she was like, <gasps> like hurt by that. I was like, don't look at me like that. It's not my fault. You're as finicky as a cat, Jamie. Uh, Rob was just nice enough months ago. He wants to uh, have some companionship. Someone to, when you get old like us, you know, it's, that's all we're looking for. And, uh, you know, I, I, I did my job and I said to Dan, I go, this is Rob. Send this off to Jamie. No answer. Three times. 
No answer. So I said, well, I tried. You know, I didn't, I picked, I did my end of the bargain. If you're not interested, well, I, there's a million people that would love to meet Rob. So you're out. You're out. I'll keep looking for you, but if you keep deep sixing everybody that I bring to the table, I mean, Rob has a lot to offer. This is a professional, upwardly mobile, uh, seems to be really genuine, works well with others. He's a leader. He's got leadership skills. He's made a name for himself in his field. And here you are. I mean, and it's not like he's hard on the eyes. I thought he was handsome as hell. You know? I can't. I can lead the horse to water. I can't make the horse uh, drink. God damn it. They don't be pissed off at me. So Jamie is about my age. Cute as a button. All right. Super cute. Sweet as peaches. Finicky as my cat. All right. If anybody is interested, I will put on the sex agent hat on her behalf. So I'm still looking on behalf of Jamie. Tyler writes, Jamie deep sixed Rob. And now Rob is deep sixing Linda. I don't, uh, you know, these two don't strike me as that type of, uh, that type of aggressive. They strike me as normal human beings. You got to wonder about people who just get together and then immediately start to have sex. I'm always like, God damn, I would not survive in the dating world. You know, if I had to encounter a woman who, you know, the first date, she's like, yeah, jam it in. I'd be like, first of all, I'm going to disappoint you. You know, God forbid if something ever happened to the queen of the forest, because if I was ever in a spot where I would have to uh, date, I would have to explain to whomever that let's say we're getting ready to have sex. I would have to say, Hey, just so you know, um, my dick's kind of broke. That'd be awful. How embarrassing is that? Chris says, quote, first of all, I'm going to disappoint you. That's so true. So true. I am. I am a, a, a damaged goods. You know, it's really embarrassing. Oh, well, I hope that doesn't happen. Makes me feel bad. Just a loser. All right. Moving on. Um, you know, there's a lot of stories going around about the demise of radio. In fact, I just heard about um, a radio radio company in uh, Canada, a big one. This is uh, this is freaking ugly. Um, this is a. Um, 
there's a guy, a, a broadcaster out of Winnipeg by the name of Tyler Glenn, who I've introduced you to before. He does a show on Twitch now. A couple years ago, he got the rug pulled out from under him. And um, a friend of mine in the business said, you should contact Eric. He might be able to help you get something started on Twitch. So we made this friendship and he's been doing shows similar to this. Um, he writes this. Today, Bell Media, Canada's largest private broadcaster, announced it is selling 45 of its 103 radio stations. As it cuts 9% of its workforce, roughly 4,800 jobs affecting stations in British Columbia, Ontario, Quebec, uh, and Atlantic Canada. Head honcho Robert Malcolmson says, quote, it is not a viable business anymore. This is a business that is going in the wrong direction. So you've got the guy who owns all the radio stations saying radio stations are not a viable business anymore. Oh my God. What's crazy about that is still he has, you know, 50 some properties that he still owns. And his quote is, yeah, radio is not viable anymore. We, it cannot survive. Tyler writes, I spent 30 years in the radio industry. Today is a dark day. My thoughts are with the employees and their families affected by these layoffs. See, Tyler was in this boat, and then he figured out that, you know, it doesn't have to be the end of the line for him. But for a lot of people, it is the end of the line. And I'm also thinking of those that continue to do uh, good work in the tr traditional media space. Like many businesses faced with the challenges of technological advancements, media continues to be impacted by the digital landscape. And I feel there are more changes to come. Tyler writes, but I want to offer hope to my colleagues who likely want nothing more than to digest what has happened and takes uh, time to heal surrounded by loved ones. Um, so save this thought for another day. When the time comes, and it will, please remember how truly valuable you are, and you don't need a radio or a TV station to tell you that. Your talents and your experience are more treasured uh, than you know, and should you wish, those valuable tools can now be used for your success rather than the shareholders. It's not only possible, it's probable, and it's waiting for you once your healing is done. They're not letting you go. They're setting you free. Sign Tyler Glenn. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Um, right in the fact that those people can still make things. Uh, and I, I've often said, and I actually added a comment. I go, they may not realize it right now, but they have all the tools that they have at their disposal. Brain, mouth, mic. That's it. It's all you need. Brain, mouth, mic. Those are the three things you have to have. And this isn't talk, but I'm not doing this as a pep talk. I'm doing this be, to illustrate that's an example of um, the problems in the radio industry, uh, at least realized by an owner saying it's no longer viable. Now, I don't necessarily believe all of that. I believe some of that. I believe that there is a place for traditional terrestrial radio, provided it's something 
that you can put on the radio that's a commodity. Um, usually um, talk unique talent or unique spoken content like talk radio is one of those. Uh, Free Beer and Hot Wings is one of those. As much as I make fun of it on a regular basis, um, there are still plenty of people who go out of their way to listen to it. And that will probably always be. As much as I bash it for being a huge pile of shit that it is, uh, some people like that huge pile of shit. But the point is, though I still feel there's viability to it, there's also an entirely different side of people who actually own radio stations that are like, get me the fuck out of this sinking ship, okay? This story also illustrates that. A radio station in small-town Alabama, an AM signal known as WJLX. You know, they probably put on like some uh, syndicated content, maybe some network news. It's all automated. The crop reports, school closings, small, small-town shit on the AM dial. Typically, if anything goes wrong at a radio station like um, uh, stations off the air, there's a um, alarm, an off-the-air alarm that goes off and lets the engineer know, like the phone rings or something like that happens. If you don't have that, and you should, at the very least, the audience will hear it, hear that there's a problem, <clears throat> and physically call or leave a message or send an email or go to the Facebook, and the message will be heard like, hey, there's a problem. Ultimately, though, you should have the staff of the radio station listen to the radio station that's taught from the beginning. A, you know what's going on on your own radio station that you're trying to sell or program or maintain or make sure that it's running the way it's supposed to. Actually listening to it in a car, online, whatever. All of these things add up to like a safety net in case something goes wrong. Or, in the case of WJLX, the landscaping crew that shows up to the tower-slash-transmitter location. That's how the owner of the radio station found out that WJLX was off the air. Let me explain. The radio station does their broadcasting, and then they send a microwave link from the actual physical radio station to something five, ten miles away where the tower is. In the middle of nowhere, every radio station has one of these, and there's a little shack um, that's outside of it where the transmitter is. When you walk in there, it's always hot as hell. There's all these racks of equipment and uh, receiving the link and then all sorts of other technical shit. That's where the rubber meets the road. That's where those things that are happening at the radio station 
is then put up the tower and sent out to the masses to hear. The landscaping crew showed up there to take care of the property like they normally do. And they noticed something was wrong. And they looked at each other. They go, hey, what the, where, what's going on here? Are we in the right place? Yeah, well, we always come here. Of course, it's the right place. What the fuck are you talking about? We better call the owner. I'm deliberately being vague. Call the owner. Hey, um, your tower is gone. What? Yeah, the tower is gone. You've seen these. 200 feet up, guy wires coming off of them to hold it all upright. The tower was stolen. Years ago in Flint, Michigan, Cars 108, their tower was ripped down by a pissed off audience member. It's a big story. Somebody cut the guy wires and then the thing toppled. Well, that happened here, except then they had the time to dismantle the tower. I don't know, to sell the metal. I, I have no idea. Put it, separate it, put it into equipment and drive, drive it off the property and no one knew. Not only that, the door of the that shack I was telling you about, they're made out of concrete. Um, it's not a shack. Was open. They went in and took all of the equipment, all of the electronics, the transmitters, the microwave, uplink receiver, all this shit. Took it all. Everything is gone. Now, this had to have taken considerable time. Even if it took an hour which I guarantee you it took a lot more than an hour to get all this fucking shit done. No one heard a thing, thus knew a thing, that there was anything wrong. Quite literally, guy with weed eater in his hand calls the owner and says, guess what? Your shit's stolen. Unbelievable. Look at this. Alabama station in disbelief after 200-foot tower stolen. Landscaping crew went to the site Friday morning for spring cleaning. A crew member called the station's general manager to break the news. <laughs> he was in disbelief. The second any of those pieces of equipment gets compromised, station's off the air. You cut a guy wire and that tower starts to move, it's supposed to be in that exact same. If it starts to move, you lose reception, let alone stolen. What do you mean the tower is gone? Are you sure you're in the right place? I actually used more colorful words than that. Brett Elmore recounted to NBC News. He said there's wires all over the ground and the tower is gone. Oh, my God. The thieves stole every piece of equipment from the building, including the transmitter. There was a meeting yesterday between the owner and our investigators concerning the manor, uh, matter, said Jasper, Alabama Mayor David O'Mary. Uh, At this point, we are still lacking information that we have to conduct a full-fledged investigation. Um, so the reason why I'm telling you this, first of all, it's incredible in its scope, but that 
the idea that no one knew and the landscaping guy had to inform them that their tower was gone is um, kind of like an indicator of a bigger problem. There's no, just no one listening, at least to this radio station. Son of a bitch. Did I just say bitched? Tell your dog I said hi. Megan says, I'm surprised no one on social media said anything. It's because no one's listening. There's no one listening. My God. Kenny says, did they have an order to remove a tower, but they removed the wrong one? No, this is definitely thieves. Holy shit. Kenny says, do you still have the t-shirts that say who needs radio? Yes, I do. They're still there. I haven't sold a t-shirt in like two years. I don't think. I think I sold maybe a hundred and a couple got sent back to me by assholes. All right. That is an unbelievable story. I love that story so much. By the way, I'm still trying to get on the radio. Like easy. How can you possibly do that? Well, it's simple. Okay. I have all of the cards. What do you mean? Explain. Well, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I still have enough viability and popularity that people know me. And there is a value to that. I can use my name and actually be an important part of a radio station. I still believe that to this day. But the difference now is since I've created this, I don't have to. I could. If somebody said, hey, we'd like you to be on our radio station full time. I would absolutely do that. I would do it in a heartbeat. Now, the only thing that I would have to make sure is um, that that's a side job. This is my main job. Um, I guess it all depends. As long as they wanted to engage me and have me on there and let me do my thing and I was able to continue doing my podcast the same way, uninterrupted, and that's just an accessory, something additional to do. That is the only way. I remember when I went from GRD to BBL, I wanted to do that. I wanted to do podcast because I did 30 shows um, my first month from my house. And I wanted to keep doing those. They said, no, you cannot. Why? Uh, and they didn't give me a good reason. And I could have said, no, I don't want the job, but they paid too well. So I was like, all right, fine. Now, as it turns out, it was, it worked. It didn't work out. And here I am back here, but ultimately I still would take a radio job. Um, and I would encourage you to listen to it. And hopefully there'd be something valuable that, um, could be gleaned from, uh, from me doing it. But well, uh, that's neither here nor there because though I'm still looking and still waiting at the end of the day, I still have a radio job. I mean, say what you will, but plenty of people listen to me on uh, 101.3. And I enjoy it. I love doing it from here for my $12 an hour. All right. Thank you, as always, to Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Uh, when it comes to life insurance, do you have yours? Is yours taken care of? If you're like me when I was in my 30s, uh, getting after a 20-year policy is very, very important because you're all in excellent health. 
uh, in your young age. Get after it. Get your life insurance policy to ensure that you and your family is secure. Reach out to Frank Fuss for info on that. Buyinsurancehere.com. That's buyinsurancehere.com. He'll help you get into a life insurance policy today. Especially if you're married with little ones. Um, This is in the unlikely event that something terrible happens to you. Get insured today. You, your better half, your kids, insure them all. I'm a big uh, supporter of that. Get more information with my pal Frank Fuss. Go to buyinsurancehere.com. Cannot do a show without mentioning our friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Taking care of your vehicles. Let that story about the leaky exhaust system be a reminder to you. When you take your vehicle into Irvine's for just like, let's say, an oil change, included in that is the inspection. They're going to go over your car with a fine-tooth comb, okay? Uh, They're going to give you the uh, green light, yellow light, red light. Green light, oil's changed, looks good. Yellow, this coolant is going to need to be taken care of soon. Red light, you got a problem with your exhaust. You know, they're going to give you that type of thorough um, look over of the car to make sure that everything is uh, on the up and up. That's one of the things I love most about them. They'll even give you visual proof because they, they lay it all out in like a document that gets emailed to you. And like, there'll be a picture of a hole in the exhaust pipe with a finger pointing at it. This is going to kill you. It needs to be fixed right now. 616-532-6600. They're smack dab in the middle of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Find them online at ervines.com. That's ervines.com. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. All right. Last but not least, my friends at A&E Eating and Cooling. Joe Martinez, I love you. Thank you so much. Uh, you've got till the end of February to get your furnace tuned up with Joe Martinez at A&E Heating and Cooling. Call Senor Martinez up today, 616-516-8579 to get your furnace tuned up or if you have any other problems with your uh, furnace, AC, or water heaters, you can take advantage at uh, with A&E Heating and Cooling. Amy writes, Irvine's will let you know that you probably should get new tires after 80,000 miles. Oh, my God. Did that really happen? Uh, Stevie says, the only radio I own is in my car. Most people are like that. Concerning Tower Story. Chris writes, unrelated local man shows up at Scrapyard with approximately 200 feet of radio tower material. Nick in the arena writes, I will never be as good because of sense. It will never be as good because of censorship. Talking about radio, I guess. By the way. um, Epilogue to a story I told you. From Wednesday night's basketball game with the shot clock malfunctioning. Um, Nick was involved in that. He was helping out. He's part of the maintenance team. And 
I noticed it dawned on me in yesterday's game that uh, the people, the person that runs the shot clock moves slowly. Like, like it, in, he's an elderly man. Nice guy. But elderly. And usually once a game, there's a couple moments where the refs are looking at him like, okay, are we going to adjust the clock to what we told you to adjust it to? And it's just moving slow. And, uh, so I looked over at uh, Phil. I said, is there any uh, possibility that the debacle on Wednesday night, this is last night, Thursday night, was operator error? And his eyes light up. He goes, we believe it was. What? From what I was told, the Dactronic scoreboard, when plugged in, was somehow triggered into what's known as overtime mode or something like that. And all you had to do was like hit a few buttons and it like went right back to where we were in the game when the shit hit the fan. We're 95, 98, 99% sure. It was operator error on that deal. Oh, my God. Poor Nick. They, like, throw him under the bus. Come fix this shit. Poor guy. That brings us to the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. All right. Your asshole of the day is shot clock old guy. Nothing personal. Everybody gets an award once in a while. Nick says, I tried telling him that as he was mashing buttons like a toddler playing Street Fighter. <laughs> That's going to do it for me. I'll talk to you on the Patreon bonus podcast. Probably going to be a quick turnaround on today, so I'll probably get after it as quick as I can because I have to be somewhere, somewhere uh, for lunch with two people from a local radio station. That's all I'm telling you. All right. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye.